Hello, everyone. Welcome to DeFi Tuesday. It's me, Corval, here today, and I've got Charles in the house, just the two of us. Today, we're going to be talking about all the hottest news in DeFi today. We're also going to cover a little project called Time Swap. So I hope you guys stick around because you might learn something that might make you a little bit of money, but I, hey, no promises. Anyway, let's get the show started. Mikey, Emmett, smash that button, dude. They take your money, then they take you down with them. Let's do better together. ERN. Extremely resilient, naturally. Hello, guys. It's me, Corval, here. Today's show would not be possible without our sponsor, Shimmer Network. Just as a reminder, Shimmer is a DAG-based, feeless, layer one network that's both fast and highly scalable. You can learn more about them at shimmer.network. Mac Hawk, you haven't seen nothing yet, dude. Wait till you see what we got in planned for next month. But hey, Charles, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good, man. Uh, I had a fun weekend. Did a bunch of things with my friends. Um, I saw some live professional tennis, which was really cool. Oh. Um, I'm in Toronto right now. Um, got a big tennis scene up there? But, well, they had the Open. They had the, like, Canadian Open here. Um, and I went and I saw some of the best players in the world. And, dude, tennis is dope. Like, live <laughs> tennis is sick. It's, like, it's really, you get really into it. Like, the whole crowd is, like, like silent for, like, mm -hmm. this huge rally. And everyone's, like, you know, on the edge of their seats. And then some someone wins the rally and then everyone explodes. And everyone Hell yeah. yells out fun things yeah it was good it does good seem time. like um it'd be kind of boring uh like golf but i bet when you're there it is uh tense i thought a soccer match exactly. would be boring and i went to a soccer match because you know they don't really score very often in soccer right but like yeah. you're saying it gets so tense because you're just waiting and waiting for something to happen <laughs> the pressure yeah. building hell yeah dude especially well, if you, go... you did things this weekend thanks yeah uh, Wally is correct. <laughs> um, yeah, especially if you go to a soccer match in Europe, it's like it can't be boring because the whole crowd is just like yeah. wasted and screaming. Yeah, they have chance might die. Yeah, amazingly <laughs> choreographed uh, like chants. Mm -hmm. They're like you know shit talking the the opposing team's goalie. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it seems uh, chaotic over there. I just always hear about the riots. Like, there's always riots after a game, like, because uh, fans just get so upset. I mean, you see that happen here in the States, too, but you usually only for, like, the Stanley Cup or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. I put in terms I, I, you could understand the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> I feel like being a ref, being a referee for professional soccer, football, would be extremely nerve-wracking because like yeah. didn't there's like some refs that have been killed after like super big games dude yeah. it's no joke they gotta be on point yeah they should wear masks gotta... to keep their identity safe <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah all right speaking of identity right hey nice segue <laughs> speaking of identity what about friend tech charles this is a hot new thing that the youth are talking about what do you know about this thing man friend tech I try to pull up their site, yeah. Um, they won't. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just an app, mm -hmm. um, but you can basically you buy and sell shares of like CT personalities mm -hmm. in the hopes that the shares will get more expensive. It's purely speculation. Um, if anyone here was around during Bitcloud, it's basically uh -huh. Bitcloud, um, except it's you know. It's created by a by a crypto native person. Apparently, it's very crypto native. There's no like VC funding, but it's basically mm -hmm. BitCloud. Um, and so, 
you know, it's just a bunch more speculation and degeneracy, which, you know, everybody in crypto is yearning for right now. Um, And yeah, yeah, you just, you, you, you buy, you know, the thing is the, the influencers, the creators, they have to opt in Mm -hmm. where like BitClout, they just listed a bunch of celebrities and then people were just buying them. Like the celebrities had no hand in it, Mm -hmm. but the creators on, on Frentech, they have to opt in for their shares to, you know, be you available for, I don't know. I'm not, no. Why not? Dude? So, it sounds like it's free money at that point, right? Yeah. Well, first of all, I don't want to look at the price of my shares and be sad. Um, <laughs> okay, <fair laughs> and enough. also I'm waiting, I'm like waiting for the time when they like incorporate shorting, you know, oh. where you can like short people. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if that's going to be a thing, but Make it hostile. I don't want to get shorted. Um, yeah, yeah. That's I would also buy Corval shares, Wally. That's yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about launching it. If it's you know, my ego could take it. <laughs> my you price jumping. I, I saw if that Richard Hart has shares. shares. Excuse me. I wonder if Richard Hart has shares. Dude, he better have shares. He's 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 scurried away, dude. I haven't seen him in a little while, and it's making me so depressed, dude. Um. So I hear one of the things about Frentech is that if you own like enough shares or something, you uh, can DM the person essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So if you buy, if you buy shares, I think mm-hmm. there's some minimum that can be set by the creator, but if you hold some amount of their shares, you go, you get put in this like telegram or whatever chat room with like them and the rest of the holders and then you can like chat with them um it's i guess i think it's a part of the app the like chat room is part of the app um Mm -hmm. apparently it's really buggy apparently the app is still like very buggy so sometimes like the the chat app like the thing doesn't work or like you can't see any of the other messages you can only see theirs and it's just like a weird so i've heard the app is pretty buggy yeah i think they're trying to like fix it needs to get fixed if they're going to like, you know, they're trying to blow up. But um, so what you're saying though, is it's still really new and early. So if I go in there now and I just yeah. buy like a bunch of shares of Kobe or whatever, I can maybe mm. dump those on some dumbass who wants to talk to Kobe. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. Exciting. I mean, exciting. Uh, yeah. Built on base. I saw, um, yeah, that's right. that's pretty much the only other information I have on it, and it's an in, oh, it's an invite only beta, so that's why I can't get in. So uh, maybe I gotta I gotta ask some people, ask around. It's yeah, I mean it's it's like you know, as long as everybody knows what's what it is, like it's mm-hmm. pure speculation, and like it's, it's like just, OnlyFans but know. for friendship, and also stocks yeah. involved. Yeah, you know. I, what you're bu- what you're buying is is the chance that it will go up. You know, I don't think anyone's buying it just so they can like chat Talk to with somebody. Kobe who's not going to respond or whatever. Mm. Um, but Interesting. you know, it's uh, it's decentralized grassroots BitCloud. So you know, and it's it's kind of a way for creators to like effectively launch their own like NFT project. You know, yeah, it's just like themselves as the. Could you tell me? So I don't really remember. Bit what? What is it? Bit. Bitclout. 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 What? Did, what did? What happened to Bitclout? Why does no one talk about Bitclout anymore? It, it, well, everyone lost money. Okay. Um, oh, that I don't know. Yes, yeah, so I don't really know that much about it. It was like kind of pre my time, but mm-hmm. it was basically this this platform where um, they got a bunch of like funding from I don't know who. But a bunch of like, they got a bunch of funding and then they just basically, you could buy shares of different famous people. Um, And that's pretty much all I know about it. Um, And some people made money who got in early, but like Uh the majority of the people, it kind of just died out. And then everybody was just left holding the bag. No one really Um, wanted to use it. Yeah. I don't really, I think there was, there was something you got for buying shares. I, I honestly have no idea, but like this, the, the influencers weren't involved, which is like the weirdest thing. Well, I'm kind of bullish on friend tech here. 
Charles, because it leverages uh, the most powerful force in the world. Friendship, yeah. you know? So Wow. I thought you were going to say degeneracy. Well, I mean, it combines the two. <laughs> yeah. uh, so who knows where this thing will go? It seems to me kind of like a flavor of the month thing, but it's kind of hard to tell. I mean, I doubt this will mm. become like, no, your mom is going to get on friend tech, but I don't think she's supposed to. Mm. Um, but anyway, let's move along here, dude. I'm sick of friend tech. Uh, it's making me sick to my stomach to keep talking about it because I can't get in it. Uh, but one thing I can participate in is uh, GMX V2. This is the next thing in our, in our little news dossier, dude. Um, I saw that this is a pretty nice improvement because you can trade Doge on here. You can uh, long and short Doge. Uh, mm -hmm. Basically, they've accepted a lot more collateral types. Um, they've lowered fees. Pools and markets are now isolated. We've talked about isolated markets before, I believe. I don't know if it was you and me, Charles, or maybe it was Beavis. Uh, helps control risk, right? Especially yeah, for these so, more volatile assets. Mm -hmm. The more collateral types um, is um, is how the, the isolated markets is how they're adding more collateral types. Okay, so for anybody who don't who doesn't know about GMX. I don't know what you're doing, but you should. They're very, they're like one of the biggest protocols ever. Mm -hmm. um, they've like set the standard for, you know, for on-chain perp trading. They're usually the best place to trade perps, especially in size. They've, they're just, they've got lots of liquidity. Um, and they're, it's like the poster child for Arbitrum. Yeah. Um, and how it works now, V2 is uh, still in beta um you know there's it's it's very small still you can participate in beta um but uh v1 is still like the main you know it's still active mm -hmm. so with v1 um traders trade against this big pool um called the glp or gmx liquidity pool um and so liquidity providers provide liquidity for this giant pool and they get GLP tokens and they earn, I think it's 70% of all the platform fees. Um, and they, the pool grows when traders lose cause they, you know, their collateral gets added to the pool and then GLP holders benefit. Same thing. Um, but in the opposite direction of traders win, but, you know, most trades lose. So generally the pr liquidity providers are profitable. So GLP is made up of eight like blue chip assets. So it's ETH, BTC, Link, Frax, Uni, USDT, USDC, and DAI. Um, there we go. So yeah, you've got this. They're all blue chip assets. You can use, um, I think you can use any of those for collateral if you're going to trade. It goes into the pool, um, depending on your trade, how your trade goes, um, you know, mm -hmm. yada, yada. So GLP has been like, I think, I think this, how they set up GLP is probably the main driver for their like success because it's so simple to understand. And GLP is like such a, it's become such a, uh, like a cornerstone of DeFi. It's this basket. It's an index token mm -hmm. of like the greater market where you're earning, you know, 15 to 20% um, just with exposure to like the top tokens in DeFi. Um, at any given point, like half of those tokens are stables. So it's like relatively hedged. And uh, it's just a really, really great way to get exposure um, to crypto and to DeFi and earn yield on it. Um, so like the simplicity of it, I think really drove their success because, um, you know, they got so much liquidity in this pool immediately because GLP is such an attractive thing to hold or was. And it's so easy to understand that any new user could just come and buy it. Yeah. That they got this huge pool of liquidity and that makes uh, trades uh, more smoother. efficient. Yeah, smoother. Like there's a lot, there's more open interest, mm -hmm. or that you know the, the the ceiling on open interest is higher. Um, so that's GMX V1, and it's been working very, you know, it's been killing it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. V2, and now we move on to V2. Yeah, so V2, less simple, somehow sexier. Yes. Right? So 
I think that it's kind of a double-edged sword with V2. Mm-hmm. Um, what the isolated pools are is specific markets where you're depositing one collateral. So all of these types of collateral are going to have their own separate markets. Um, And basically, liquidity providers are going to have to be more active and it's going to require them to be a little bit more sophisticated. Um, The benefit of this is that people who know they're doing, um, like, you know, hedge funds, for example, who've been who've been providing liquidity on G- on GMX, mm-hmm. they've had to hedge out their exposure to all the underlying GLP assets, which is really hard to do and really complicated. But if they want to earn this yield, they had to like find some sort of delta neutral way to like manage a GLP position. Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's complicated. Now with with GMX V2, they can build a position with these isolated markets where they can they can hedge their exposure or they can tailor their exposure. Um, so they can provide liquidity for one type of market and not for the all the markets together. You know what I mean? I see. Yeah. So it's really, really good for pro traders, institutional traders, people who really know what they're doing. Gives you more um, targeted tools, more precise. Yeah, they can yeah, they can really like specify the risk way, mm-hmm. way better with V2. On the other hand, like retail users who are kind of new, they they might not know what they're doing, mm-hmm. or they're just gonna be like, I don't really know what's going on, I don't know what market to provide. And they might lose some people to that. You know what I mean? So I just think mm-hmm. like one of the main benefit or one of the main features that got GMX to where it is now is this GLP pool. So I'm just, I'm wondering how, you know, how V2 will do. Well, Um, you know, they got to keep moving though, right? They got to keep innovating, right? It seems like it makes a lot of sense that you would continue as your project or product continues to mature. You would continue to make tools maybe targeted more towards those professionals, right? Like, yeah. Retail isn't going to have the kind of money to get you the kind of growth you need at this size, is it? So there's some of that. As a business decision, makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, From the user perspective, like we saw with Uni V3, emerging complexity, um, probably going to screw over a lot of people. But on the plus side now, on AVAX, right? Now you can freaking start, uh, what is it? Dude, yeah, I mean, yeah. you're on, you're on. I can start long so. shorting Doge, dude. Finally. Yeah, you can you can short Doge, you can long door Doge, you can. Um, what are some other ones? Um, Litecoin. Um, anyways, there there's gonna be a bunch of markets popping up for mm-hmm. maybe more long tail assets. Um, and the other thing about V2, okay, so they they change their fees also. A lot lower fees for traders, Mm -hmm. Um, a lot lower fees, like 70% cheaper to trade. They saw it was 0.07% or something. Yeah, 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 0.05.07% fee, which is a lot lower. Mm -hmm. Um, They're integrating Chainlink's new, it's called a low latency Oracle. It -hmm. basically updates price, um, price, prices every block. So the prices are just going to be more, more accurate for every, you know, for every like second, they're going to mm-hmm. update a lot faster. Um, and because of the, the isolated markets, whichever market, whatever asset is like doing a lot of volatility or is really hot at the moment, mm-hmm. a lot of liquidity is going to flow to that, um, to that market to, mm-hmm. um, to benefit from all the trades that are going on with that. And like this more active liquidity that's going to be concentrated on really hot markets, it's actually going to benefit the traders a lot more because the ceiling on open interest is going to be really high for those markets that have a lot of liquidity in them. And a lot of times, like a huge problem for decentralized per protocols is especially with GMX, um, like their open interest got capped so much and be, large traders who want to come in and, and make trades 
oftentimes they'd show up at GMX, they'd want to make put on this sizable trade, mm-hmm. and there wouldn't be enough liquidity to support them. Like the open interest was maxed out, and they'd have to go somewhere else. And I think the isolated pools will help to alleviate some of that. It just introduces more complexity, which is is complicated for for retail users. And I love GLP, you know, like GLP sick. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, um, I think it's a. Uh, I always thought it was cool. I always thought it was like the coolest, one of the coolest projects, GMX. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's cool to see that they're continuing to do stuff. Um, we'll see. I love to see use what that. happens. Yeah, yeah. I um. I think I guess we should move on now, though. We'll leave GMX behind. We'll move on to uh, something that I don't really have a lot on, dude, to be honest. I was supposed to look at this, but I don't know if there's a lot to it. Um, the D-Bank chain uh, becoming the asset layer for social. So mm. it's built on OP stack. Um, and they like it because it's offering account abstraction uh and minimizing gas so this is just uh, this seems like it's just like a facelift for dbank right to maybe develop more of the social aspect of it sending more tra- like messages through transactions um, yeah i don't know if you're yeah. building anything on this other than dbank right well um what i could see is just an avenue for more decentralized social apps like mm-hmm. le- like lens or you know some other social app that wants to that's trying to pick a chain mm-hmm. and if you've got this one chain that's got a bunch of other social apps on it they could all you know work together and create this like social app ecosystem oh. um is kind of where i see it going or that's kind of where i see dbank trying what i see them trying to create um but in my mind you know <laughs> optimism baby because you're an optimism more maxi let's yeah, go this more is a completely unbiased opinion <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. i'm not a, i don't know i'm just a, i'm an enthusiast i'm chain agnostic but... rabby but this is something i'm seeing pop up everywhere rabby.io you gotta you gotta use rabby to test use it on the testnet uh i still need to mm. migrate to rabby but it seems dude like i did that like weird. last week and are you like i it? do not regret it okay fantastic decision you should do it yeah, yeah, I was putting it off for better. so long, and then yeah, yeah, it's just so. such a chore, but it's well, well <laughs> worth it. All right, cool. So let's move on to something even more fun than this, because this is also obviously fun. I wanted mm. to take a look at. It just occurred to me that I should share this first. I wanted to take a look at base again. You know, base brand new. Everyone loves it. It's the talk of the town. Uh, it's got a lot of projects launching on it now, right? I was gonna say quick. one. I was gonna say one more thing with the debug thing. Mm-hmm. I think it, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that they launch a token. That would Ooh. be my speculation. I think they're launching a chain. I don't know if their token would be gas. That would be surprising to me. I think it would probably still be ETH. But, uh, you know, I think that's a very big possibility that they they launch a token with their chain and i don't know anyways Ooh, I airdrop hunting time. <laughs> i would I love already, that dude yeah yeah i don't I, know how uh, they would distribute it but i think like probably raising some money mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know i'm sure dbank's got some pretty big vc backing doesn't it yes oh yeah they're gonna do fine yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like John Steph's idea here. A McDonald's OP chain. You stake NFTs of Big Macs to earn more Big Macs. Uh, fuck yeah, dude. Yes, dude. That's the kind of integration I'm talking about here. Uh, maybe we can even build a Coca-Cola chain. Huh? Think about it, guys. You could trade Coke <laughs> on chain. Wouldn't that be great? Um, yeah, the future is bright, dude. The future is bright. I'm glad to see we continue to see like kind of this innovation. I think social stuff has some, been something that people talk about a lot but i think i mean we've just seen this in the traditional market social apps are really hard to build and then to get traction because you need to have personalities you need to have reasons to go there mm. um, so we'll see dbank has got a lot of use though so it'll probably consume a lot of crypto people to some extent anyway moving on my second thing here i pulled up uh on defi llama here which okay look it looks fine on this screen all right cool um 
they've got all these projects that launched on them. I'm gonna do a real quick hot or not. I didn't see <laughs> I just keep seeing more of them that I want to check out here. So real quick, we're gonna go through, we're gonna see boobs.finance. That seems hot. Um <laughs> I'm going to pull up their websites here and we're going to go through and we're going to say, what do we think about these? What is your first impression? You think it's going to go somewhere? You like the way it looks? Uh, we're not going to get technical here. Just your first impression. All right. So all right. first one, let's start off with boob swap. Okay. Boobs.finance. What Bro, do you think about this? Look at that. Oh my God. $4,000 <laughs> Um, Not bad. Not bad. Okay. I don't know when this launched, but I'm assuming very recently. Uh, even Look, though it's got boobs, I don't think it's gonna make. I don't, I don't know if I like this one. Yeah, but the the segment is hot or not, and that's hot. <laughs> you think this is hot? I think the premium <laughs> girl's hotter than this, dude. Yeah, I think if I you're mean, gonna name your project boobs finance, you need to get a better set here. That's that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I I I would just I need to know what they're like. Okay, like what are they Who doing? Who is their target audience? Okay, you know, how large are they looking to grow? Like, okay, they're like, okay, guys, we're going to launch a project. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, we're going to get a total, like our max number of users, going to be like 500 users. Mm -hmm. And we're okay with that. Like, we just want to create a community that loves boobs. We're all, <laughs> you know, we're all, we that's all. A huge market, guys that love boobs. That's huge. Mr. God, it is huge. Yeah. It is huge. But I just, boob stats. I mean, come on. I just don't yeah. understand. Like, it's I mean, gotta just be for fun. Donuts, this is a rug <laughs> of some sort. <laughs> um, but I also think they could have gone so way sad. harder in the boob theming, you know. So I'm gonna say yeah. not hot, dude. Sorry. All right. Sorry. Okay. Agree to disagree. Look separate. at that APR, though, man. Come on. One. Oh, yeah. Let's check out the APR. Definitely gonna be insane here. One point three million. Seven thousand oh, percent. You just have to give them your ETH pretty much. Anyway, yeah. let's move on to Coco Chili. This is also a small one on DeFi Llama. Uh, yeah, just above, just slightly bigger than Boob Swap. Um, I like this. It looks a little bit more professional. Not this this color scheme looking a little little wonky to me. How do you feel about this one? First look, first gander. Hmm. You know, I don't like the label on the top left. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't like, but like, and the name Cochili. What is Cochili? Is it? I have no idea. I have no idea what that's frozen... supposed to mean. Okay, uh, I, at I least don't mind. You up front. Yeah, it's at about least food. they're being. <laughs> yeah, at least they're being. Uh, you know, they're straightforward about. I don't know what mm -hmm. Cochili is. I don't mind the UX or the UI at least. Mm -hmm. um, it's simple. You know, they got a nice chart. It seems to be pretty responsive. Um, I'd like I'd like to look into it. I'm, I'm assuming it's some sort of pool model. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't mind the UI. I just the co chili. I don't know. I don't know. Not hot. Not, not hot. hot. Not hot. Not hot. We're going right, nope on this one. Let's check out the next one. Leet swap. This one is uh, obviously for the leet degens. Oh. The elite wow. hackers use this one, I'm assuming. Uh, this is, where is this on the DeFi Llama? I believe this one was fairly large. Nope, not really. 132,000 locked. Um, but let's check it out here. Yeah, liquidity mining, staking, dual token. It's a very standard looking site, in my opinion. You got mm. to scroll here. Let's go into the app itself. It, mm. it kind of looks like they copied. Uh, was it Morpheus? Morpheus Dex or something? They had a similar mm -hmm. kind of layout where they were going off the Matrix theme. Um, mm -hmm. You know what? I just think lack of creativity. Okay, I, I kind of like that. That's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. I like the like weird bursting low. bubble. Yeah. yeah. That's, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of hot. You like this one? It's kind of hot? They got some charts. I mean, it's kind of, I don't know, lack of creativity with the with the um the matrix theme oh yeah hackerist 100 valentine's had a nice dissenting opinion on coco chili it looks like a hot sauce product 
Mister mm. <laughs> Godplan has got Charles. Don't lie. There's nothing cool about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go with not. I feel like I'm being very uh, critical. I have not named a I single know. one that's hot. Yeah, we. Me too. I'm. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to spice it up here in the. In the. You're trying to take the dissenting opinion. I appreciate that. You're trying to be positive. I'm All trying right, to be positive. Up. You know, I haven't looked into any of these. Oh, dude. Okay, they just. They just forked boob, boob swap. swap. They just forked <laughs> boob swap. Or maybe boob <laughs> swap just forked cookie base. This is the G-rated boob swap. Yeah. This one also, I imagine, uh, 100% a rug. <laughs> they have no teeth yet, <laughs> but they still have it like embedded <laughs> on their page. So it just does not look good. Uh, this is not hot. Sorry. There's no there's no saving this. Total value lock is $0. Mm-hmm. Come on. No one, everybody likes boobs. Don't like cookies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now... This one, they should, dude. They, they should, should lay on the floor because it's <laughs> no. Nah, they should, they should team up with Boob Swap so they can get some milk for their cookies. Oh, dude, you know what? Valentine's <laughs> right? got a good point. It probably is the same team that created both dexes, and you know maybe there is some possibility for some cross pollination, some milk and cookies. Um, <laughs> moving on, Brian on base. Uh, I think this is uh. A risky thing to do here after Balt token, you really it, it feels a little too close to home. Um, but I do kind of like the way the site looks, dude. I haven't seen anything like this, it's been fully mm. balded. Now, that is a big red flag there. Balded after the bald <laughs> rug, that makes it seem like you're just gonna do the same exact thing. Um, check it out. No, EP maybe part. it's pronounced, maybe it's pronounced Brienne because it's Brienne. after the Nyan, the Nyan cat. Oh, that's you know, why they have the neon yeah. yeah. Okay. That might make uh, sense. Oh, you have to LP on base up. Okay. Um, you know, of all the ones so far, I would say this one's the hottest to me. I would agree. And it, th- here's the tricky thing is like that UI could mm-hmm. either be like an aesthetic choice to make it very simple and like, which I like, like the curve UI, you know, it's like classic. Mm-hmm. Just like very straightforward, very simple, no frills. I really like it, but it could also not be an aesthetic choice. It could be a lack of dev experience choice where they're like, okay, we don't know how to do anything else. So we're just going to just have yeah. text and like write it all <laughs> in the, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, it's definitely good, the hottest though. Not a very good um, creative UI. Like you're saying, it doesn't seem like they spent a lot of money on making it look sexy, but mm-hmm. hey. You know, that's something at least. It's something different at least. Uh, I got another one here. Throne swap. This just looks like Camelot to me. Uh, I did kind of like the way Camelot looks. This is. It looks a little cut off here. There. Let me open it up a little bit. Let's go into the app here. I'm not connecting my wallet. All right. Pools. Okay. Okay. Now, it's all right. The work oh, has been dude. done. They got an oath LP though. I don't think that's. Is that their? Is that the name of their token? Dude, no way. Not cool, man. Not dude. Eight. I think it might be. Bruh. Yeah, not hot, dude. Front of the, they're ripping a front Get of the out show. Of here. Get yeah, out of here. They're done. There's I'm not one of those. Time. Yeah, right, I got I got one more for you here. Alien base. <laughs> and I'd say this one is also not hot. <laughs> There's no Man, hot I feel like I didn't give a single one a good score here, but look at this thing, dude. This is pathetic. It's called alien base, no alien theming at all. Yeah, what's the yeah? What the hell? APYs. Yeah, it, it looks like we're back in uh DeFi summer here where I'm seeing insane APYs on a bunch of no name freak projects. <laughs> um, so yeah, John Steps Aerodrome soon i don't know but they've just started their campaign of announcing all their partners mm-hmm. so i would assume you know i would assume they're going to do one a day until like all or most of them have been announced uh and then they'll launch i would i would hazard a guess to say within the next two weeks um but i don't know but you know with all this competition <laughs> how are they gonna <laughs> how yeah. are they gonna compete with boob swap 
food finds. So Alien Base, uh, this is why I chose this one, actually. It's the third largest protocol on base right now. Um, The second biggest decks, 16 million in TVL. Uh, Over the last week, they've increased their TVL by 32,000%. So, wow. Looking all right, I guess. Looking all right. But do performing better than it looks, I'll say that. Um, Gotta be something there. Yeah. Last one, I have to give this one hot because it's base swap, uh, which we should all know if you've been looking at base at all. This is their, what would you call it? Like their keystone project, the the yeah. decks on the exchange or the decks on the, yeah. prod, the chain. So, um, yeah, I'm not a huge fan like of the DY. It's 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 all right. I don't know. It it kind of it does. Yeah, all right. It's it's cool. It's actually improved since I looked at it like a week ago. So they're definitely like improving the UI slowly. Yeah. Um, but they have a lot of TVL, and um, they have uh, you know they've made a few partners, um, and this I think would be the one. Tell us what DeFi projects you're actually participating. In. Uh, do you see any on base that you see any potential in? I mean, okay, I, I am not, I'm not, I haven't really made up a decision about base swap. I am really curious to see how they do in the face of Aerodrome. Every other project on base right now, other than like, um, established protocols that have moved over, like Beefy's on on base, Sushi Swaps on base, Uniswaps on base um balancers on base you know obviously those i i regard as good protocols but um as far as the 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 base native or like the new ones popping up base swap is the only one that i'm like all right this could this could do something uh all the rest we've looked at i don't know it's just yeah i think it's just devs trying to trying to take advantage of a new chain um but yeah aerodrome I'm really excited to see what happens with Aerodrome and Uniswap and like base swap and see how the market share um, gets divvied up there. Um, yeah. Cause like Aerodrome seems like bases, you know, golden child a little bit. I think they're going to get a lot of support, a lot of backing um, similarly to how Velodrome did with on optimism. Um, so we'll see. We'll see, man. It's, uh, it's going to be exciting. But, uh, you know, providing liquidity on base right now or in the near future is probably going to be a pretty good play. Like when Aerodrome launch it, launches, the APRs are going to be probably pretty insane for the first little while and take advantage maybe. I don't really endorse any of the protocols we've shown other than base swap. Uh, maybe if you really like boobs, you could do it for the culture, but you might lose all your money. <laughs> oh, you're muted. You're muted, dog. Is he muted? It's just me. <laughs> oh, look at this. Crav. Krav? Like Krav Maga. Trade BTC with leverage using any altcoin as collateral. That scares me. Yeah, sorry. My my <laughs> mic unplugged. I plugged it back in, but then it the application switched it. Regardless, you guys don't care about that. You care about Krav. Krav, like Charles just read here, trade BTC with leverage using any altcoin as collateral. That seems extremely dangerous to me. But I picked this one because this is another native one um, on base. And it's not. It's number seventeen on the on on the chain, but it's a derivatives project. Um, so I thought it looked kind of cool. Also, the webpage looks kind of cool, dude. You know, this whole Roman theme going on. I don't know what that has to do with Krav. I don't know what Krav means. Uh, this might be one to look into a little bit later. We might look into this one a little bit later, more in depth. But just by scrolling through and looking at it, I say this is pretty hot, dude. <laughs> I say it's pretty hot. <laughs> Guys, none of this is financial advice, by the way. This is just hot or not, just first impressions. We're seeing them at the bar for the first time. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Okay, Mendoza bought a bag. All right. I wish you luck, Mendoza. 
Mendoza, um, drop me a line. Yeah. Tell me why. <laughs> yeah. What you like about it. Okay, here we go. Please use yeah. a condom wallet. <laughs> yeah. We got a lot of information here. I do want to check this out. Um, let's check out the app here. Yeah, I, 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 any any protocol that's like, okay, we accept any altcoin or, you know, mm -hmm. we accept a bunch of long tail assets as collateral. You have to see what's going on because um, Ooh, for obvious reasons. Um, yeah, see like bald, can you trade bald? Or are they accepting? Here. I don't know. I don't know. Any protocol that's you know, has support for bald, just gives me the heebie-jeebies right away. Gives bad vibes. Gives yeah, bad vibes. Yeah. Well, that was our section, hot or not. Uh, majority <laughs> of these, not hot. Uh, the two that I liked, the look of, uh, not, not in the sense that they are good projects. Uh, I can't say that yet because I haven't looked at them too deeply. But just off first impression, Krav and Base Swap, those are only two that I kind of liked. Maybe boob swap just because it was bold and brave. Bold and brave to name itself that. Um, but yeah, that's it for that. Any any final thoughts, Charles, on 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 any of these that really stuck in your crawl? I'd like to announce that. Come on, guys. What do you think? <laughs> Charles, hot or not? Or not. Uh, every time I see him, it makes me think that you're you go to a mosh pit. You're you're involved in a mosh somehow. <laughs> that, I did go to uh I went to a really fun show. It was a, uh, it was like a Afro beats. It was like a traditional, Afro um, they had a bunch of African DJs and they were playing like, um, like really traditional African music from several different countries. Um, there was some like Nigerian music, there was some Kenyan music, but they were like a bit, it was like a bit remixed. Anyways, mm -hmm. it was really fun um and yeah i painted my nails um i would did not go to a mosh pit though so but you didn't i've been in a mosh pit in a long time <laughs> i did do some dancing but no moshing ah, so charles you heard it here first charles did actually in fact participate in moshes but that was a while ago his nails were <laughs> black for another reason <laughs> uh but yeah i think the i think uh taylor's saying they're hot she wants to copy you so you got that Thank going you. for you um next up Different section here. Now we're going to do an actual DeFi breakdown. We're going to pull back. Pull back the silliness. The silliness. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we're going to take a little look at time swap, dude. <clears throat> time swap. As we yeah. love to do on this show, complicated, freaky, primitive. Freaky, deaky, primitive. Yeah. Um, Charles, give it the good old college try here. Yeah. Okay. So I need to preface this. I'm a little bit scared right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm nervous. Mr. Got Plenty is watching and I would ask notes, that maybe, dude. you know, maybe go for a walk. Uh, I don't want to get roasted by you. I'm kidding, <laughs> dude, dude, now you're asking for it. Sure. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I just, I had, I didn't have as, as much time as I, I should have given myself um, to really let this protocol sink into my brain. So um, view this as a primer to look into it further. Also, anyone from TimeSwap watching, please come on the show and explain us, explain it to us and fill in any holes that I might leave because okay. um, I think it's really cool. Um, I just need some more time to think about it. But with that in mind, um, here's here's here the, you know, the... Let's do the, the short. Let's do the short pitch from the top of their docs here. Short pitch. Here we go. So... So TimeSwap is a lending protocol, um, but it's different from other money markets, other lending protocols in that it's based on an AMM. So it's powered by an AMM that they designed mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it allows for no Oracle, no Oracles needed. Um, and there's also no liquidations, although there is a bit of an asterisk to that. Um, but if you are a borrower using time swap, um, you're not going to get liquidated. Um, and the, the protocol doesn't need any price feeds from any oracles. So, okay. So price does not matter for your collateral. Not, uh, yeah, 
there's this is why I said there's a bit of an asterisk to the liquidations because mm -hmm. um, uh, let, let's let's get into it. So there are three participants in mm -hmm. time swap markets. There are the LPs who create okay. the markets, and then there's the lenders and there's the borrowers. Okay. So LPs provide liquidity for a market. Um, either they create their own market or they participate in an existing one that was already created. Okay. Um, so they LP with two assets like you would on a DEX mm -hmm. um, and you receive uh, uh, an LT, which is a liquidity token um, as, as their receipt token. All right. Um, so that is similar so to pool. as you would. Yeah. It's, it's a, a pool, pool of two assets. It. I get a receipt token. All right, mm -hmm. I'm with you here. And now that I, I just thought of it, kind of reminds me of Tarot a little bit in this sense, where it's like you've got a market of uh, where LPs are providing liquidity, um, and then you can people can come in on either side and they can lend and they can borrow. And Tarot does something similar, but it's 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 a different mechanism. So um, just mm -hmm. side note there. Okay. Um, so lenders can come in and they can provide one of the assets in exchange for a fixed yield. Um, okay. Their receipt tokens are bond tokens. So when they, when they withdraw their assets, they cash in their bond token for their principal plus their yield. Um, borrowers obviously supply one of the assets in, into the market and they withdraw the other one. Mm -hmm. um, at at some you know at some collateral ratio and they pay some yield and the yield goes to to the lenders okay so how did these positions yeah. stay balanced then like what's to stop someone from just borrowing all one side of the pool mm -hmm. so this is this is where the amm mechanism comes in and this is where i was like trying to fully get my head around it before but the way the the pool works is um, okay, when LPs create a market, they set a price called the transition price. And it's basically um, it's basically how much uh, collateral, it dictates how much collateral a borrowing borrower needs to put up um, in order to borrow you know X amount of, uh, whatever the other asset is. So let's say you have a market of ETH and USDC. When the when the market was created by the LP, they say they set a transition price that says, okay, um, the price my transition transition price is two thousand USDC to ETH. Okay. Um, and that dictates how much. It's kind of like setting a collateral ratio, um, but it, it dictates how much borrowers can can borrow. Okay. Okay. Um, and so as the price, the external price, the market price fluctuates around the transition price, the composition of the pool is going to change. So um, if we take the same example of an ETH USDC pool, if the transition price is greater than the market price, the pool is going to be only ETH. And so in that case, borrowers are going to be depositing USDC and they're going to be borrowing ETH. Okay. If the market price goes above the transition price, let's say the price of ETH is 2100, mm -hmm. the pool is going to be only USDC. And in that case, they're going to be depositing ETH and borrowing USDC from the pool. Now, the reason that the composition of the pool changes like this is because of uh, arbitrage. So the LPs who created the pool in TimeSwap, they're setting a price for, for the assets in the pool. If the market price is below um, the price in the TimeSwap market, Arbitrageurs are going to see that and they're going to, um, you know, they're going to buy all of the, uh, all of the, they're going to, what is it? The market price of the time swap market is, um, 
is higher than the the external market price, then they're going to be buying all of the ETH out of the pool and um, and selling it on the on the market. Okay. I think I, I think I got that right. Um, until if the price or, sorry, sorry, in the pool be... is lower, they're going to buy it from the pool and then they're going to sell it on the market. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I got a little bit confused there. All good. Um, but that is what that is what makes the pool either a hundred percent in one asset or a hundred percent in the other asset. It's because of arbitrage between the two markets, between the time swap market and the external market. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm some tricky to... mechanisms going on here. Uh, I think I'm kind of getting what you're saying here in the sense that there's no oracles for the borrowing or the lending in that. Uh, the price is the collateral ratio is set based off of um, whatever this transition price is. So, like, let's say I borrowed, you know, it's at 1.6 for ARB. So, like, I guess I have to deposit uh, 1.6 as much ARB as USDC, right? To borrow. Yeah. So go to go to mm -hmm. click on borrow on. Uh, so try okay. to borrow ARB. And if you want to borrow, you know, a hundred arbs, so amount to borrow down there, mm -hmm. um, you have to exactly. So you have to de you have to deposit 160 USDC to be able to take out that arb. Mm -hmm. um, now, okay, to the other side of it, where there's there's no liquidations. This is why it's called time swap. Is because these markets have a maturity date. So if you look at the maturity, that market ends in you know six weeks or so. Mm -hmm. At the end of that six weeks, borrowers either have to repay their, their, they have to close their position or they forfeit their, um, their collateral to the, to the lenders and, um, yeah, to the, to the lenders. So there are no liquidations, but if you don't repay your loan at the end of this date, by this date, you're going to um, you're going to default. So that's why there's a bit of an asterisk because you're not going to get liquidated before that date, no matter what the price does. Mm -hmm. But you have to um, you you can default. You'll you know what the date is. You have to get the funds together to repay your position by that date, um, and it's kind of up to you whether or not you want to default or not. In certain so it's like a little bit more. It's almost like a little bit more of a managed, uh, like long or short position, right? Like, so if mm. the price of ARB increases significantly over that time, I might just be fine with letting it default because I have more value in what I borrowed than I do in my collateral. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. um, and this is why, okay. in in their, in their docs, they liken it to um, to an options market mm -hmm. because borrowers are essentially buying put options on the collateral that they're that they're selling to the that they're depositing or mm -hmm. selling to the le lenders because and that's why they're calling this. A trend like they call this a transition price, but also in their docs, they liken it to a strike price. Yeah, yeah. Because if you deposit collateral and you you take out a, a position and the the price of the collateral drops, um, you can just default. And um, yeah, see, see, this is where I got kind of mixed up because like I don't know like the lenders keep your, your collateral, but I just don't know. Yeah. I don't know what exactly is stopping the lenders from losing a bunch of money. If the price of the collateral goes down, like drops significantly. Um, I think I it, mean, it's they, due to the might, rebalancing right? because yeah. It, I well, mean, it seems like, you you might you might just lose a lot which would make sense i mean because you're essentially taking the other side of the trade right yeah and the okay the in that LPs, case the lpers are essentially just providing the intermediary liquidity so they're they're pretty much fine because they're just collecting the i'm assuming this interest rate or like a portion of it 
um, yeah some um, of the fees from from borrowing and lending yeah um i think the rebalancing is what keeps people from losing money because okay if the price of arb if you if you you know borrow some arb and then the price of arb um goes way below yeah um yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not, I'm not totally sure see this is why i needed more time uh, oh, good, dude. <laughs> my bad for putting you on the spot no it's, uh, it's fine it's fine i chose to take this on uh like three hours ago and then i got two hours in and i was like oh shit um there's a lot more to it than it seems uh at yeah. least the underlying mechanisms of this um are fairly complicated at the least mm. but if from let's yeah. say just the average person approaching this project um and you know they they don't care about necessarily how it works uh which you probably should i mean just for the safety reasons um but basically how this is used right <laughs> mr got plenty got your ass dude brutal oh. take man. oh like, man that was um so basically so LPs create markets for any pair and they function as the counterparty to all lenders and borrowers of the protocol. Um, yeah. Number one. Yeah. Two, um, reason you would use this. Why would you ever use time swap? Cheap borrowing, fixed rate lending. That's the big cheap thing. Borrowing, the yeah, cheap borrowing, yeah. Cheap borrowing, fixed rate lending and the borrowing, um, you have no risk of liquidation until you, you have, you have a, you have a, um, an amount of time that your borrow position is safe from um, from your collateral getting liquidated. Okay, At the end that's of that, a big one. That's a big one. At the end of that time, you have to either default or repay your collateral. Um, but basically, more assured borrowing in terms of. Um, in so terms you're. So here's the big advantage is when you take a position, when you place your collateral in this project, you're not going to get just randomly liquidated because of massive price fluctuations. Heck, you may not get liquidated at all, or you're, you're not going to lose your collateral at all, even if there is a massive price, you know, uh, jump over the course of the loan. You can still pay it back if you really want your collateral at the end of the day. But they're hmm. assuming that you probably won't want to. That that's kind of how the system stays somewhat functional, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, okay. Anyways, guys, I encourage you to look into the docs. <laughs> yeah, and, we can get. Maybe we can uh, and get I would like to. Coming. I would like to follow up on this um, because all jokes aside, I do want to. I'm going to be just continuing to research this. Um, I do want to have it fully clear in my mind mm -hmm. and in the minds of the listeners. So maybe we could reach out to the time swap people, see if they want to come on. Otherwise, yeah. I would like to follow up um, because I feel like I let all of you down. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think we, we exposed them at least to this. And part of it is this is like a new project, right? Like a new primitive, a new structure. So there's not yeah. really anything else like this out there. So uh, yeah. it's promising in that aspect. Do they have yeah. a token? I wonder. It doesn't. They don't. Like... They don't have a token mm -hmm. yet, which is my pure speculation. I think mm -hmm. they will probably release one. Um, mm -hmm. I have nothing to base this on other than my intuition, but uh, yeah, I would I would hazard a guess that they will be releasing a token at some point. So potential airdrop opportunity. Um, although I don't want to, you know. I have nothing to base that off of. Um, <laughs> Just off the fact that they don't have a token. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. But th this is the type of protocol where um, where it makes sense because they might want to incentivize certain borrowing behavior, certain liquidity providing behavior. Um, like a token on this on this app isn't... Uh, I, there's, there's a use for it, you know? So... Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, I would I would hazard a guess and see if you go to that little time that little hourglass hourglass thing on the on the top right. Keep time traveling. We're keeping track and on. We're keeping track. Like what the hell does that mean? You know <laughs> why would they say that? Yeah, 
They're keeping that is track. interesting. What does that even mean? <laughs> what does that mean? So, yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe a little hint there. But, uh, yeah, I would like to come back to this um, because it definitely makes me want to learn more. And I think mm -hmm. it's just like having a no Oracle risk is very huge for a lending protocol because exploits that are Oracle related are pretty like they're probably the most common exploit of lending markets. Mm -hmm. um, so if they've sort of cracked that code and they've created, um, you know, a very dynamic lending market, it's a bit more complicated, obviously, as you've mm -hmm. all seen, but to, you know, to use the protocol. Um, but it's just, uh, it's a cool dynamic and it's an AMM based lending protocol. That's sick. Um, yeah. Brand new structure. So who knows what we'll see coming from this in the future. They got a lot of ways they can kind of even make it more appealing, right? Ways they can apply yeah. token incentives, that whole thing. Mm -hmm. But I do think that there's a lot of room for value here just in that fixed rate lending. You know what I mean? You don't see that a lot. Most lending protocol, most if not all lending protocols feature a variable APR because they can't uh really effectively guarantee the downside so the structure is pretty pretty nice i think i like it charles i think the explanation uh got me a little excited to check it out uh so don't beat yourself up too much <laughs> yeah that's it all right mr got plenty will do it for me yeah. um let him down dude you and let him down. i do think that if you <clears throat> can get a really good if you know how to use this protocol mm -hmm. um like really effectively, I think you would have an edge on the market. That's just another one of my, just an intuition of mine, because I feel like there's probably a lot of people out there like me who don't mm -hmm. really get it yet. Um, and if you are someone who really gets it, there's probably opportunities that you can spot in these markets where you can get either a really good rate for borrowing or um, earn a lot of fees for lending or a lot of, uh, yield for lending so mm -hmm. um check it out and if you get it then give me a call and you can explain <laughs> it to me <laughs> yeah we'll reach out the time slot people uh mm -hmm. another thing here I'm gonna, I'm gonna start moving towards wrapping it up um another thing we're looking for is someone to help us explain oracles if you guys are into that um hoping to do that next tuesday we've already talked to a couple people uh, who seem kind of interested in coming on and talking about oracles with us. I know Charles has been wanting to talk about oracles, uh, but if you guys watching are interested, let us know. Uh, we might, we're probably going to talk about it anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited for it, dude. I don't know how oracles work too well. I know they're a vulnerable vector. Like you said, Charles, like right there with bridges, most uh, vulnerable aspects of DeFi. As Mr. Got Plenty has said multiple times, if Chainlink goes down, the whole industry might collapse. So interesting to see uh, more about how those work. Um, so that's plugging the show for next week. Thursday, we're going to have Bebus back on. Charles, what else you got, dude? Um, I can't remember if I said this last week. I think I did. But uh, I have joined uh, Subly, Subly DeFi, if you guys know mm -hmm. who Subly is. Uh, oh, yeah. He's an optimism ambassador. He's got a podcast um, and he and the team of which I am now a part of are launching a media platform that is optimism focused. Um, and I'm going to be helping him uh, host his podcast. Um, and we're going to be talking about a bunch of uh, projects on optimism, you know, seasoned and, and new projects. Um, and we're going to be, it's a weekly podcast. We're going to be talking to a bunch of teams on optimism. There's going to be a newsletter. Um, there's going to be a bunch of analysis uh, articles. So it's called The Optimist. If you follow Subly, you'll see a bunch of uh, resources posted by him. Mm -hmm. um, there's a new Twitter account that you can follow. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to be, and I'm hosting TimeSwap in September. Um, oh, so I see now, <laughs> maybe that was some alpha that I, <laughs> but anyway, very cool. 
Um, um, yeah. I hear you can also learn French uh, from the Optimist, your project it, with Subli. You guys can all, you guys are also teaching French to people. <laughs> no? okay. uh, the newsletter is going to come out in several languages, but uh, I don't think we're teaching anyone French. Although mm. I need him to teach me French because my French isn't good <laughs> enough. Um, Very good. But uh, yeah, guys, I've joined the the Subli DeFi team, so um, I'm really, really bullish on his media platform and this podcast, and uh, it's going to be great. So, oh yeah, dude. Well, there you go. Charles, don't miss him on the optimist. Don't sleep on optimism. Don't sleep on Charles. Uh, Emmett, if we have that clip of the Monday show, we have a Monday shimmer space. That's very, it's it's picking up a lot of steam. It's because it's got the ever charming Mikey running it. Um, Let's see if we have the clip of, uh, of what it sounds like. I don't know if we do. We might. Here we go. Pull it back like a foreskin. Uh, what? So what? What? I can't control this guy. Man. Corval, get him. Pull it back like a foreskin. Pull it back like a foreskin. Corval, 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 get him. Um, yeah, that's like what you have in store for you if you come on the show on Monday uh, <laughs> on our Twitter space. Or our yeah, X Wally, space. where's the remix, man? Yeah, Wally, if you want to remix that, we'll send you the file. Or not Wally, of uh, Mr. Clean. If you want to remix that, we'll send you the file. Um, so, yeah, guys. Uh, thanks for showing up, everybody. Thanks for lo- listening in. I was going to say tuning in. Thanks for listening and tuning in. Thanks for showing up in the chat, guys. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed the show. Um, again, we'll be on with Thursday with Mr. Beavis, probably covering some more general news, more general crypto stuff. Of course, Cross the Chains on Friday. So, guys, stick around. Um, and, yeah, it's a great show, guys. I'll see you later. Hey, what's up, folks? Really appreciate you watching the show today. Please remember to like and subscribe and leave us some comments. Uh, We're always open to hearing some feedback. And while you're here, why not check out a couple other videos? See you next time.